Hey everyone, welcome to Conversations at Olive, a podcast featuring everyday conversations around the life of Olive Baptist Church and its surrounding community. I'm Travis Walzer, and I'm joined today by Jeremy Portman, the Executive Director of Ministry Village at Olive, and Kathy Schuster, the Program Manager for Tender Hearts Caring Hands. So you guys have had some exciting stuff going on this year. Uh, I really, I really want to start with Tender Hearts Caring Hands. You guys have done a ton of financial assistance to the community this year. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, well, over at Tender Hearts Caring Hands with the Benevolent Program, we assist people in the community who need assistance with um, past due rent, um, anything to do with utilities, and of course the Keep the Lights On program that Pastor promotes every Christmas Eve. And we had a tremendous um, outpouring of um, need this year, and it was just such a blessing to be able to utilize that money in the way that God would want us to and be in the hands of feet of Jesus. And when we would run low, um, you know, we would pray. And I know that since we're doing um, the Lord's work and uh, he always provides, he's never let us down. That's very, very cool. And you guys have done like so much. You, you've given so much to the community this year. It's somewhere in the neighborhood of what, like $94,000? Yeah, almost $100,000 worth. I was amazed at that myself. You know, when um, Martha and Jeremy told me about um, how much it was, I was like, well, did that include the food pantry? And they were like, no, that's just in the amount that we assisted with Gulf Power, ECUA, uh, multiple renters, some mortgages, um, and we assist Escambia, and we do some Santa Rosa County as well. Very cool. And if somebody's looking for help, like how do they how do they – come to to find that like well we are registered under a uh, united way 211 so that is what the general public usually calls to find out where they can get some assistance and uh, so we take applications by phone only we do it um, by phone for the privacy of the individuals because we're so busy as with walk-in with the food pantry and everything else that we offer at tender hearts caring hands that we try to keep it as private as possible and so um, we've got um I've got a team now who uh, we answer the phone and do the complete application, making sure that they are qualified. Um, it does have to be past due, um, and that way we can reach more individuals who are at risk of having either their electricity cut off or being evicted. What an amazing, amazing work. I love that, my job. must be. <laughs> like, I can only imagine, like, just so much, like, love for the community poured out through tender mm -hmm. hearts caring hands yeah. that's that's really really amazing and then over at the bargain center like we have some really cool stuff going on as well don't we we do we do uh, we are getting ready to move uh, from our current location on davis highway to um, a, a new location at 92 east nine mile road um, real excited about the move it'll it'll put us a little bit closer to the church and uh, it's just going to be a really good thing all the way around um in that move, we're also incorporating the market at Ministry Village, and it'll be booth rentals where um, vendors can set up booths uh, and, and sell furniture or crafts or just a, a whole a whole bunch of different items. Uh, and what that has, what we have seen uh, do just in the short amount of time that we have had it is it bringing different individuals into the bargain center. So it increases the foot traffic, increases the sales, uh, and it just allows us to get our name out a, a little bit broader. So it's been a great thing for us. 
So tell me a little bit about like why the move, why is the Bargain Center moving from, from its current location to this new location? Sure. Uh, we found a location uh, that is just a little bit better layout. It, it fits our needs a little bit better. It's one giant room, uh, so we can see all of the booths. We'll be able to see all of the merchandise, uh, and it'll just it'll just flow a little bit better for us. Um, so we're real excited about uh, what what potential that we we see um, in in this new move. Very cool. And who who is the bargain center for? Like. Who is who is the main demographic that, that comes to the bargain center, that visits, that that kind of roams the store? The bargain center's for everybody. We've got those who um you know, are, are close to being on their last dime, and we've got those who have a tremendous amount of money in, in their account. Uh, there, there are those who just like to look and see, you know, somebody may not need this, but hey, I can use this or I can give this. Um, it, it's, it's great for those to be able to donate uh, stuff that they, they no longer need. So it doesn't necessarily have a certain demographic. Uh, we're, we're certainly not after that. We're just trying to... Um, touch as many people as we can with that ministry, but also it is a funding arm of the Karis House and Ministry Village. So uh, the, the, the profits and the, the what we see after everything is paid for just helps help us helps us to fund um, our, our flagship program, which is the Karis House. Very cool, very cool. And where where does that, you know, the stuff in the bargain center, like where does it come from? Like does it have a particular place that it comes from? Is it donation based? Like where 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 does that merchandise kind of come into play there? All of our merchandise is donated. Okay. Um, and it doesn't necessarily come just from all of members. Anybody can donate uh, to, to the Bargain Center. Uh, we have uh, several um, large... Um, corporations that will donate furniture periodically whenever they uh, turn over like a, a rental unit or something like that. So that's that's uh, one way that we get furniture. Uh, we do have furniture, we have linens, we have uh, a tremendous amount of clothing, uh, and all of it is just uh, donated and then we turn around and sell it. Very cool. So I'm, we're looking at like all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. inside of the bargain center. Yeah. So that's that's really awesome. And then on top of that, like you guys are moving, but then MVO is expanding a little bit too with this new you guys have like a new trailer coming in. It's a new kind of space that you can use for like food pantry, pantry stuff and hygiene kits. Is that yes, right? Yes, yes. Um, well, when we made the move from 1830 to 1716 East Olive, we lost some footage of the um, food pantry. So we had to adjust to that. And um, this convex, um, I always say the wrong thing, um, it is actually, it has been located at the old location of the bargain center. And so with them moving that, we're just going to utilize that over close to our food pantry. And we got a grant from uh, Walmart and Destin that is going to enable us to climate control it and bring it up to um, food pantry specs so that we can expand and um just offer more food to the community. We had started, when I first started in the position, we only offered a food bag to uh, the families once per year. And once I jumped in, I was like, that's just not enough. And so we do have it for um, twice a year they can get assistance with us. And our homeless population is so big here being along the um, I-10 corridor that we make sure that we help them as well. We have a seven-day transient bag that we help out with them um, once every seven days. And uh, we always keep something warm for them to eat too. 
and um, just we're trying to just make sure with the expansion that we can expand on our hygiene products and we have a big vision for that in the future as well and to just be able to help people when they're down and out and let them know that there's loving individuals that they won't feel condemned when they come to us for assistance. So what kind of hygiene products uh, you know, would you expect to have like that, that you would be giving out to people? We already have a small hygiene pro- um, package together that consists of toothbrush, toothpaste, um, soap, lotion, um, shampoo, conditioner, just and the basic things, deodorant. And we get a lot of that product by individuals who travel frequently and they just bring us their travel and that uh, assists us. Every now and then I do have to um, assist and go out and purchase things like after this, I'm going to get some razors because that's one thing that, you know, people on the streets, you know, they st- they want to be cleaned up, you know, and they're trying to, um, you know, seek um, employment and things. And we're just trying to make it so that they um, are given a chance to be able to present themselves um, in, in a better light and, and when they go out and they seek employment. That is really, really awesome. You guys must see like hundreds of people a week like come through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yes, like, we do. Yeah. Like, I mean, how, how many on average, how many people do you guys help like every week? Uh, that kind of ranges. Uh, we keep a board um, so that we can look at it and see the tre- the trends that are occurring. Of course, you know, in the holidays, the trends get much higher. Um, but uh, I'd say walk-in-wise for people, oh, plus over 100. And we've got our standard. Um, we know the homeless by name. Um, and we, uh, we have our general ones that come in. So I'd say between the two, 100 to 150 walk-ins for food a week. That's absolutely amazing. That's that's just really incredible to me. And then on top of that, like you guys have the Early Learning Center. You guys just celebrated a year of being open back on November, uh, what was it, November 17th? I believe that's correct. Okay. Yeah, we, we did hit a, a year. Um, so it's been a, a great year for the Early Learning Center. Uh, currently, we have about 146 students enrolled with us, uh, so we're, we're inching closer and closer to our maximum capacity of 159. So uh, we really anticipate uh, throughout the course of 2020 that we'll be at capacity uh, with a waiting list. So uh, God has been very, very good to that ministry. So we, we are uh, looking forward to uh, what year two brings. Uh, we do have a, a little birthday celebration coming up that we're, we're very excited about, and I know the kids are too. That's awesome. And for those who don't know, like, what is... Early Learning Center, what do what do they do? Early Learning Center is a daycare of sorts, but it also um, teaches. It has a curriculum that they follow. Um, of course, uh, it, it is it is biblically based, uh, but uh, they they aren't just there to babysit. They they do teach them. So um, Christy and her team have a have a, a, a curriculum that they follow uh, to to help prepare them. The older they get, we've got uh, we have partnered with the Early Learning Coalition um, to help uh, with. Um, school readiness. Um, so we go all the way up, up through that and, are, and we are, are governed by them as well. Uh, so we make sure that all of our ratios and whatnot um, are, are up to state standards uh, to set those children up for success. That's awesome. That's amazing. So, so many good things. So many good things. It's so, it's so incredible to see what you guys are doing in our community and, and just throughout in our church and just throughout Pensacola, 
just in general. Like you guys are are incredible, and thank you so much for everything that you do. So if somebody wants to get involved with MVO or they want to get involved with with any of any of the ministries that MVO has, like what should they do and where should they go? Um, we accept volunteers. I have a large base of volunteers with Tender Hearts Caring Hands because we need people to help um, assist picking up the food after the fifth Sunday food drive um, to counting the food. The Caris House ladies do help with that. Uh, there's just many needs within um, my ministry, and all they have to do is just call me, and I'd be happy to um, find something for them to do, um, whether it be one hour a week, four hours a week, or once a month. Um, there's always something from making a food bag bag to making a hygiene bag, um, just anything. You can just call me at 475-1118 and leave a message and um, come have some fun with us. <laughs> awesome. And we're going we're gonna to put a bunch of contact information down in the show notes. We'll have links out to the MVO website as well as other, other ministries that you guys are a part of. So thank you guys so much for being on the podcast today. I really had a lot of fun. It was incredible. Mm, thank well, thank you. you for the invitation. We appreciate it. Yes. Absolutely. And for you guys, I'd love it if you'd subscribe to more conversations at Olive. We're doing some cool stuff. We're having some really amazing people just on, on the podcast. So we'll see you next time for the next conversation at Olive. Mm-hmm.